Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. This is episode 48. Super, super excited, as always, to be in this space. Super grateful for everyone that's listened, all the feedback we received. Excited on this episode because, really, the episode is all about the reflections of 2022. What are learnings? How we expanded through the year? Um, I'm sure everyone will agree it's been an expansive, expansive year, whatever that looks like. Uh, so I'm excited to get in there to this episode. It's always a good space to be when I'm with my good buddy, my friend, um, introducing the amazing, the stunning, the future New York bestselling author, Stacey Brown. Stacey, over to you. Hey, Nims. I'm super excited about this episode just because I feel like so much has happened in this last year. Um, but friends, I'm Stacy. I'm an intuitive healer and a certified Reiki practitioner. I'm a spiritual mentor and coach, an Akashic record reader. And as Nims just mentioned, I'm a soon to be published author. I know we've been talking about that a lot. If you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I keep saying it's coming, Um, but we're literally weeks away from the book being out and I couldn't be more excited to see what's next in this new season. Thank you for that, Stace. And, um, the way I introduce Stace, I'm just in preparing Stace for to be on stage introducing a book. So, you know, I'm just uh, a joke with her about it. So, um, but hi, everybody. I am Nims Nimesh. I am also a spiritual coach, mentor, and an Akashic record reader. And I love what we do because, uh, you know, using the records, using the mentorship program that we channel, which I'm sure we'll talk about, um, allows us to, allows me to guide people to truly shine their light. I love the love, love the work that we do. I love this podcast and just the impact it has. I feel so, so blessed being in this space. And um, yeah, Stacey, we're recording this podcast in between Christmas and New Year's. And Christmas, this time is always kind of a, I guess, an intense emotional time, good and bad. Um, but I always like starting the episode by talking about shining our light. So I'm going to ask you, you know, I always always say it's really, really important to shine a light on ourselves first, because when we do that, it means our light becomes so much brighter and we can help so many more people. So Stace, how have you shone your light on you today? And what can you share with the audience? So I was thinking this is a tough question because it's still early in the day for me here. But I would say the way that I'm shining a light on me is I'm dialing in on what I want from my business for 2023. And so I've taken some time with you before we started recording to kind of process some of the things that I'm dealing with and to make intentional plans for what's next. And that for me feels like I'm shining the light on me because I'm determined to make a a bigger, better and brighter future for myself. What about you? I love that. I love that. And with your book coming out, the future is definitely bright. And um, yeah, I, I loved our conversation before we started to record, just thinking through and planning for really the early part of 2023 and what, what we, how we're going to continue to push the business we're doing. And you know, the other thing I did for myself this morning is I just had a lie in. Um, and if that globally translate, slept in, whatever that, whatever, whatever that, but basically it means that. You know, I've I've had a really busy Christmas with lots of family around and the rest of it um, without a lot of sleep. So I clearly needed some sleep today. So I slept in and um, 
got some rest. And then I had the pleasure of joining you um, on a call to to really talk about what's coming, you know, kind of talk through some of the stuff that's happening in our lives at the moment, but really kind of, how are we going to show up? And, um, you know, we're very intentional with everything we do. So I'm, I'm excited about what's coming in, in 2023. And, um, and if we start the conversation on reflections of 2022, um, let me take you back to November of 2021, Stace. It was your first trip here. Um, for those that haven't listened to the previous episode, me and Stace met on an app called Clubhouse. Uh, Clubhouse is an audio app where you can have different topics and different conversations. And the way it works is you have a stage of people talking and then you have people in the audience and people in the audience just listening to the conversation. So I met Stace on Clubhouse in one of her rooms where she was being vulnerable and um, wasn't planning to go on stage and speak. And I ended up going on stage just to say, Stace, congratulations, you were very vulnerable, you were sharing. And that meant that we developed a friendship. At some point, I challenged Stace to, what do you want to manifest? And she says a trip to London. She came for her first trip in November. And, you know, that trip was really a social trip because you were a tourist. We took you to see lots of sites. At the end of that trip, I said to you, when are you planning on coming back? And you're like, I don't know. When you landed, the first thing you did was you called me and said, Nims, I think I'm coming back in January for a month. And me and my typical star said, okay, you know, I trust the universe or whatever the universe is going to show. So as we reflect on 22 states, I want to say a big part of my year has been you and what we've been what we've been creating. And I started that by you being here for a month. And that's where the book process started. So as I reflect on 2022, yes, it's been a roller coaster. And we could talk about the roller coaster. Has been a roller coaster up and downs. But honestly, you know, the stuff that we've created and everything we've been through, um, personally, I wouldn't change a thing. And because um, I believe that it's all part of the plan of whatever was going on. So, but yeah, I mean, we started 2022 really planning. We channeled the, the mentorship program. We started the book process. And that really led us on a roller coaster for the rest of the year. But as you reflect on 2022 and how it began and everything through the year, you know, you've been through a lot. You've definitely been through a roller coaster year. You reinvented yourself multiple times. And, um, you know, I'm honestly, and I say this on the podcast multiple times, but I'm in awe of how you turned the pain of everything you've been through this year into purpose and how it's created this version of you who has a book coming out and who's going to sh- who's shining a light differently. But as you reflect on 2022, Stace, what are your thoughts? So um, I feel like I've talked about this in Clubhouse, but I don't think that I've talked about it here. Um, You know, when our physical body gets injured, let's say we, we cut our arm. Over time, the wound heals and you're left with a scar that's not necessarily tender to the touch anymore. You can feel it. You remember what happened, but it's not painful. And then if you cut that same arm, you know, yesterday, that wound is fresh. And if you touch it, it's tender, the touch it's sore. Um, 2022 is like the fresh wound 
still for me. Um, you know, I, I've talked a lot about um, the last few years and what my family's been through with my son battling mental health and substance abuse issues, um, a, a really significant car crash, et cetera. I've talked about all of that. And because I've had more distance from when that, we'll call it injury happened, though it's still there and it happened, I've done a lot of healing. But 2022 is this kind of newer space. And even as you were talking about it, I'm thinking about how I have spent many nights gasping for air, like waking up out of a, a dead sleep. And I'm still fighting for her, her being me. Um, you know, not one single thing about my life, not one area of my life looks like it did in January of 2022. From where I live to what I do for work to who I'm married to and live with. Um, even my like physical appearance has changed if we're really getting detailed about it. Like, like everything has, has changed for me. And I am still processing 2022. I have gotten over the pain of the initial wound and it's still tender to the touch. I feel more aligned and aware of who I am and how I'm showing up in the world than I ever have before. But it's come at such a high price too. And I'm thinking of our listener right now going, well, I don't know if I want to go through that. I don't know if I want to go through all of that pain to become who I'm meant to be. And what I will say to you is, though it has been some of the most painful process to go through, I wouldn't go back to where I was in January, 2022. It has been worth all of the heartache and pain to get to a place where I'm surrounded by love and I'm doing what I'm meant to do. So I feel like I'm like a little deterrent to the listeners, Nims, because I'm like, this is going to be really hard, but it's worth uh, it. I mean, you're just being realistic. And I, I guess the way you describe 2022 and still being fresh and I really feel for most people, 2022 has been challenging. I mean, a lot of people we speak to, a lot of our clients, a lot of, and um, the way you describe it is still being a, a fresh wound, I guess is a really good way of looking at it, right? It's that, um, you know, there's been a lot of breakthroughs, a lot of rebirths, a lot of, you know, kind of truly becoming who we were meant to be. And I really feel the universe is going to push us to shine a light how we're meant to in 2023, which means that we have a choice of um, embracing change with, with both arms and kind of really kind of integrating it or fighting it. And 
change is the only inevitable. And you know, Stacey, you made the choice of um, surrendering and becoming the healer you were meant to be, which led you on a roller coaster of change. And as you said, it's the you know, if I'd spoken to you in, in January and said, Stacey, you know what, by the end of the year, you would have given up hairdressing, you would have been going through a divorce, you would have been kind of really kind of discovered who you're meant to be and you fully focus on the healing side of the business of the world and creating a wonderful business and you've got a book coming out, you probably would have thought I was on something. So, you know, because the book at the time, early January, was just, was just a thought. We had it on a list of things that we wanted to work on, but we had a long list of things and we still have a long list of things we want to work on. But it's coming a reality. You being dedicated to being a healer is a reality. And so through through all the pain, and as you say, Ed, there's no one thing in your life that is the same as it was in the beginning of the year. In many ways, I guess I'm the only constant, right, in terms of um, friendships and all that sort of stuff. Obviously, your daughter and your kids and all that is still a big part of it. Um but that's what happens when we decide to truly live in the way that we we're meant to. The things that don't serve us start to fall apart. And we were talking before before we started recording about some of the relationships in 2022 that have fallen away. And this is typically what happens as you raise your vibration, as you start to truly live authentically, unless unless people stick with your vibration and, and work on themselves and continue to rise and improve, people will naturally fall away. And one of my key lessons for 2022 is to let that happen. Now, I'm a big believer we're here to guide people, we're not here to fix people. And people have a choice. Do they want to work on themselves or don't they want to work on themselves? I, the way I look at it is, um, and actually we had this conversation on Clubhouse yesterday, is I, I look at it as I'm always going to be a student of life, which means that the things that happen to me through my life in some way are there to teach me something. doesn't mean they're good or bad. It just means they're there to teach me something, and which means the bad things are, are there to, to expand me in some kind of way, right? Everything that happens to me happens to me for a reason. It serves me in some kind of way, and I get Saying things like that can be a trigger because it's like when we go through the really painful things, at the time it's really difficult to understand how they serve you. But if you move forward and once you get through it, I'm sure there's always been some kind of lesson there. And for me, 2022 um, has been a bit of a roller coaster, but it's also meant that I've worked on me. I've done a lot of inner child work. I've really kind of um, release some of the programming that doesn't serve me. Honestly, I've released some friends that no longer serve me. Um, still means I'm working progress. And we were talking about earlier in terms of how do I want to show up in 2023? There's still a lot more I want to do. There's still a lot more in my mind, in my mind that I need to do. I don't need to do it, but I, I really, in my mind, I need to do it because it's how I'm meant to show up. Um, but it is, it's important as we reflect on 2022 
to find the balance. Find the balance between what has served us and what has been painful that we want to let go of. Um, and if I think about what we've created with this podcast, right? If we, in January, we were spending a lot of time on lots of different things, but this podcast wasn't a major priority. But actually, interesting enough, it's 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 got us the most traction. It's got us so much feedback, so much impact that we're having with it. And now we committed to releasing at least one podcast a week. We have a topic that we have topics scheduled between now and the end of early April. Um, we have guests that we're lining up to join us on the podcast, and it's becoming a big big part of what we're creating. And it's that it's also part of um, us being open to whatever the universe wants us to do. And for me, 2020, 2022, I have learned a lot more about me. And again, like I said, it's still a work in progress. But the other thing I would say is you have pushed me, have expanded me, have shown me a kind of work in, working ethic that is beyond anyone I've ever seen before, right? And you tell me I've got a strong working working ethic and you tell everybody that I work you hard. And um I really think it's the other way around, but we cannot we can agree to disagree. But you know, if I if I see somebody that's that's been through as much as you have in terms of, you know, the marriage breakup, needing to find a new home, find a base, leave your you know, your your working place, you know, your your hair salon wasn't wasn't the place that you, you used to live, and you kind of gave up your fairy tale home. But when I see you shine your light the way you do, it helps me realize that that you're here to to shine your light in this sort of way. And I'm proud of you for doing that. It hasn't been easy. I have. I have been through a lot, as I'm sure many of our listeners have. I've been through a lot. And I've been through a lot of painful experiences. I would say this has been the most personally challenging. You know, I spent the majority of my adult life working hard to build my career as a hairdresser. And I found a lot of my identity was tied to me as a hairdresser. The amount of money that I made, the number of people who would reach out to me that, that quote needed me. I, I really found a lot of power in that. And It feels like all of that was stripped away the day that my son made the decision to get in his car and crash it into a tree. It, it was like he put the whole family in the car with him and we all had different injuries. We all had a different timeline for healing and coming out of the rubble of that, I was very aware that I was not the same person. And 
I also realize that my life circumstances don't define me. You know, when I first met you, Nims, on Clubhouse, I got on Clubhouse sharing, you know, the experience that we had been through with my son, and I hadn't shared it publicly. We lived in a community where people were very, like we're in a small town, people were very involved in wanting to know what happened, but I had never really shared the intimate details of what we'd been through. And in that state, I was in so much pain that I was just looking at this app as like this therapeutic place for me to tell people about my journey. But then something happened and I stopped talking about the journey and I started talking about what impact it had on me, meaning like, what were the lessons? What was the, what was the message? You know, like, what am I supposed to learn? What's the takeaway from these experiences? And I started having some really deep conversations with God, you know, like, why would you have our family be blown apart? Why would you have this be our story? And the only answer I ever got was, I would only put you through this much suffering if it was meant to help other people. And I was like, okay, so you want me to help other people. What do you want me to do? Use your voice. Use your voice. And so I started digging deep into some of the habits that I had cultivated over the years. Um, when did I feel the healthiest? What was I doing at that time? Do I love myself? And if I don't, what do I need to do to love her? And I started to like really dial in on me, not what everybody else thought of me, not what everybody else needed from me, but like, how did I get back to me? And I started to really, really dial in on that with you. And we sat in your kitchen and channeled our mentorship program. I took the skills of what my personal experiences had been. I took the training that I've spent years in and we cultivated and collaborated and created this program. But what it was doing at the same time was forcing me to look at whether I was doing those things, like that's the beauty of the work we do and the pain in the ass of the work we do, because we cannot inspire you to awaken to your soul's purpose. If we're not on the journey as well, Very true. If, we're, if we're not putting in the work as well, like there's no way you would go to a personal trainer to get your physical body in shape. If they were sitting there eating donuts and never working out like you wouldn't. Right. And so I was like, okay, what do I need? And I started applying all of these steps. And as I did that, I found that I was coming closer to understanding who I am and why I'm here. So I'm still in it, friends. Like I'm still in it. I'm still figuring it out. You know, I um, am in a living situation that is not long-term. It's a short-term living situation. So I'm still trying to figure out where am I going to live? Like, what kind of place do I want to live in? What's this going to look like? There's still some transitionary things that I'm going through. 
But at the end of the day, I have honored the promptings of my soul through the entire year of 2022. I didn't realize that till just now in this moment when I said it, but no matter how hard it's gotten, I have honored my soul. You know, I came home and said to my family, I need to go spend four and a half weeks in the UK. <laughs> and I could feel the lack of support but the mission was greater. It, it was like I was asking permission, but really I was telling them I'm going. And I remember feeling overcome with the prompting of the book. And Nims, you can witness that, right? Like I- Yeah, for sure. You- you came home from when you were here in January and you were, you were it's almost like you were possessed. It was so, you were so yes. focused. It's just, and that it, was the thing. It was like, home. it was like, God was like, I need you to tell this story. And I'm like, okay, you want me to tell the story? So then I come to you and I'm like, Nims, I have to write a book, right? But what I didn't know was what that looked like. I had never written a book before. I had never, you know, I, I, I talk to you about this all the time, Nims, like I'm not tech savvy, right? Like I, I learned how to send an email in 2022, you know, like, I mean, very basic skills. And I'm like, I need to write a book. And I'm thinking to myself, like my rational self was like, you are crazy. There is no way that you can do this. There is no way that you can go to the UK for a month there's no way that you can write a book. There's no way that some man is going to sit across from you that you have a bond with, and you are going to tell the story of the things that have happened to you in your life in an effort to change other people's. Like I, I, I didn't know what was involved in it. You know, that part of me was like, you can't do this, but there was this pull, this, this heartstrings pull that I needed to do this. And I kept thinking about my kids and specifically my younger two, because they were still young enough that it deeply impacted them when they basically lost their mom through this last couple of years. And I thought about all the lessons that I've learned. And I was like, I want to put this somewhere so that at some point, whether it's five years from now or 50 years from now, my kids can read from my vantage point what happened through these last several several years, and they can get to know me better from what I talk about in the book with my programming, right? Like at some point, they will have contact with this book at their at their choosing. And it's like in this book, I am bearing my soul but I'm also giving takeaways to the reader and I'm doing it for my kids. I want my kids to see that I am giving them a healthier mother today than they had yesterday. And that pull that I've honored has been one of the most 
beautiful experiences of my life because it does remind me of pregnancy. You know, you're so excited that you're pregnant. Okay. You're so excited that you're writing a book, but there are moments where you feel so sick and your body hurts and you're in pain and you do not want to be pregnant because you're miserable. And there have been points of this process and Nims, you've watched it firsthand where I have been miserable, where I have had an emotional hangover from recording and rereading and reliving. And yet I know at the end, there's going to be a payoff. And my greatest prayer is that number one, the book will be a legacy to leave for my children, that they can be proud of who their mother has become. And two, that that one person who is struggling with the, either the way they were raised or what their parents' expectations were or guilt and shame, that if they've struggled with that growing up or they've come into a season as an adult where they want to know what more is out there for them, I want this book to be there for them, to scoop them up. And by me putting it in both spoken and written word, I am hoping that it will have a ripple effect and that I'll be able to feel the peace that comes from honoring the pull that tug on my heartstrings and walking through this process because it, it's taken me places, Nims, you know. Yeah. And I really, I don't think anyone will ever know. It's like every time you had to record the book or had to edit the book or, You've been through a lot in your life, and every time we've had to edit the book or re-record the book, or even when we first recorded it, you have to go to some really dark places to be able to share really pieces of who you are. And um, yeah, I've, you know, I've had the pleasure of, of, of being here, supporting you, and kind of um, watching you go through some dark places. Just be, but be so dedicated and so purposeful in knowing that this book needs to get out and it's interesting you you've always been maintained that you know kind of um the importance of it that, you know leaving the legacy for your kids and you've always pitched that one person in the bookstore um but i know like i know this book is meant for many right there's a there's a knowingness i had no idea that i was going to get involved and help support someone write a book that wasn't in my list of things i was planning to do um, but that's really what for me this is what this year has been about it's been about just trusting moving out my own way as much as possible and knowing that whatever's happening is being guided in some sort of way I know I knew like I knew that I needed to help you with the book it just wasn't wasn't a rational thing wasn't something that but I just knew like I knew it was just something that I was meant to do and it's just for me this year that's really what it's been about it's just trusting in the journey and just knowing that I'm I'm doing things for a reason. And um, you know, the amount of trustful Stacey you've had to do, um just knowing that everything's happening for a reason has been you know, has been amazing to see. But it's um but also if I think about what what we're creating in terms of the healing business. Uh, your club soul center that you started on clubhouse and just the energy of it. Um, the kind of the joint vision we have in terms of just creating something that is going to lift the, the consciousness of the planet. Um, 
we know like you know really the people we're mentoring are future mentors and um you know even everyone everybody we work with i really feel is guided to us it's like a soul contract it's um in some ways opening us up to magic and um but I guess let's move on a little bit in terms of talking about um, the people that we've lost through the year. Um, you know, times of, you know, because we were talking about it when before the before we started, right? Is that you know when when you're when you're going through a lot and something traumatic event, you attract certain people who are also going through trauma. But it's interesting as you as you turn that trauma into purpose. You know, some people didn't want to didn't want to kind of work on themselves and stop work, turning that trauma into purpose, right? And I guess that's the message for our listeners: as we work on ourselves, we have to be open to letting go of things that, as we go through rebirths, as we go through kind of resets, whatever that looks like, we we need to be open to the people in our life changing. And for me, twenty twenty two has been like that. It's that you know, letting go of my expectations of what I thought the year was going to be, what I thought was going to happen and trusting in my own intuition, my own messages, my own instinct. And I've always been person, always been somebody that always had a plan, right? Always knew that six months down, this is what we're going to do. You know, I'm, I'm, I come from the corporate world, so I'm used to planning. But this phase of my life is really about trusting doing the work, doing the work that we need to, showing up in the way that I'm meant to, but trusting that what I was meant to show up will show up. That is a new world. That is a new way of being, which has taken me a bit of time to get used to. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Stacey, I do want to move on to 2023 and kind of what are you, what's your feeling as we go into 2023? But I wanted to give you an opportunity. Is there anything else you want to share about 2022? I think about the people that have left my life and those experiences have been painful as well. Um, especially when you're in it and you're like, I'm going through all of this stuff. Does no one see how I'm already suffering? Like, like um, I kind of feel like it's like a boxing match and you're like pushed out into the arena again and you haven't recovered from the last hit. You're still spinning. And so that has been hard, but at the same time, I feel like the people who are around me now are people who have supported me through the hardest times that I feel a tremendous amount of peace that the things that don't serve me, even people have been removed and that I'm able to have a small circle of people that I trust. I've definitely grieved. I've definitely grieved, not just my circumstances changing, but also the people changing. But then I sit here and I think, I just said this earlier, I'm not the same person that I was. So how can I expect to attract the same kind of people? You know, my soul is shifted and open to expansion and it wasn't a couple of years ago. So when I sit here and I, I'm thinking about it, I'm like, well, yeah, you're not going to attract the same people. It would be like if I had a hobby of 
I don't know, something hiking that I always did with my friends. And I broke my foot. And while I was healing, I learned how to crochet. And now crocheting is more enjoyable to me than hiking. So I'm not going to attract all the hikers to come sit and crochet with me necessarily. I know that's a silly analogy, but it's really true. It's like the things that matter to me and the way that I'm showing up in the world just doesn't look like it did a couple of years ago. And so I've had to do a lot of life purging. And I feel like God has kind of done that with some of the people because I don't feel like I've been like, I, you know, you can't be my life anymore, but it has been, it has been another test, Nims. It's been another test because the people that I thought would stick by me, a lot of them haven't. And I've had to accept that radically. It's very true. And um, it's interesting. A lot of people we speak to, clients, et cetera, a lot of people have found that their circles are getting smaller and smaller. And the way that I think about it is um, you know, a lot of us are going through rebirth. A lot of us are going, you know, are in a cocoon, right? The cocoon is, is like a gooey mess. And, you know, we're going through a lot of change. And in some way, our energy needs to be protected. And that's why our circle goes smaller. Um, I think it's the universe protecting us to really trying to allow us to rebirth and kind of come through the cocoon and become the butterfly we're meant to be. So I guess that's a message for our listeners. Look, if your circle has got smaller, um, maybe it was meant to be. Maybe in many ways the universe is doing that for you to allow you to truly rebirth the new version of you and attract the right people you need to. And it has, it is weird, right? I'm, I'm used to having, and you know, I've got a big family. I'm used to having a lot of people around me. Um, but yeah, my circle's got a lot smaller and it's really interesting. It's really, um, yeah, something I, I was surprised at because you do think people are going to be with you. You know, people that you invest a lot of time in, you think they're going to be with you for life, but you just never know, right? Um, reason, season, life. Some people are in your life for a reason. They're there to teach you something. And um, once they've taught you, they move on. Some people are in your life for a season. Just for a season of whatever you're going through, and that's okay too. And some people are in your life for life. And whichever bracket, you know, people fall into, many times it's out of our hands. But we just need to be open to whatever that looks like. And, um, yeah, it is, it is hard. So in many ways you, you mourn the old you, um, and you mourn the, the hole it leaves in your life. But at the same time, they say nature abhors a vacuum. And if you create that space in your life, it will be filled. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes it doesn't, but it's, it's being open to creating the space in your life for new people to come in who do understand you better. I mean, Stacey, in many ways, you're still trying to figure out this new version of you, right? A hundred percent. And I think that's what's so interesting is I'm still healing. I'm, we're all always healing, but I'm, I'm still like recovering and understanding who I am in this new season. And I think my hope for 2023 is to cultivate more understanding of who I am and why I'm here and 
being open to life looking very different than what I expect because I would never have believed I would be here a year ago. So it feels to me like 2023 is right now for me, like a, a season of anticipation, wondering, you know, what does God have planned in this year? Like, how am I going to be expanded in this year? It's a little scary. Yeah, I feel, um, I mean, if I go back, I feel 2020 when lockdown happened and, you know, humanly a lot of people faced a lot of pain, but on a spiritual level, in many ways, it was, you know, it was Mother Earth, Universe, however you want to call it, giving us time to all kind of reflect, because a lot of people at the time would have said, I've got time to release, I've got time, too busy, too busy, too busy. Then all of a sudden, all of us were in a time, right? We're all in lockdown, whatever that looks like. In many ways, I, I joke about calling it, you know, it was, it was Mother Nature sending us to the naughty corner and doing whatever we need to. So, you know, 2020 was all about stuff coming up. 2021 was about integrating whatever that was. 2022 continues the integration. I think 2023 is going to be about shining a light. So... Yeah, I feel a lot of us went through some kind of rebirth in 2020, 2022. And 2023, I feel is going to be about what are we here to do? How are we going to shine our light? Um, I feel January will be a continuation of 2022 and the new kind of the new vibration will start in, 20, in February. Um, but I encourage people as they, as you know, all the listeners to really kind of Take time out to really consider what are you what are your learnings from 2022? Good and bad. How have you grown? How are you different? How are you shining your light? And as you get to 2023, I'm not a big fan of um, New Year's resolutions on the rest of it, but I am a fan of creating good habits and creating everything we talk about, Stace, in every single episode. The consistent thing has always been the consistent thing has always been about creating a strong self-care routine. Absolutely. And so I would encourage people to have a strong self-care routine, which includes some kind of movement, includes some kind of meditation, uh, maybe some mirror work. But it is about creating a self-care routine, not just for January, but something you do consistently. And creating that self-care routine gives you a foundation to really do anything else without looking after yourself, without having that self-care routine, how can you actually be there for everybody else? So that, you know, as we go into 2023, that'd be my biggest recommendation. And the other thing is, it's being open to magics. So, you know, sometimes when we're talking about the spiritual journey and our gifts and what that looks like, a lot of us wait for this big epiphany, this big flashing sky, bright white in the sky. That isn't how spiritual upgrades always work. Sometimes it's, it's little things, small things happening over a period of time, which lead to our big breakthrough. And the one thing I've learned from 2022 is to be, be open to magic, is to listen to my intuition. And if we're going to do things differently, if we're going to raise the consciousness, then we're going to do things that no one else has done before. Which means that if we try and follow our programming in the way that we've been brought up, then that's not going to work which means we need to be open to a new way of doing things. Einstein would say, 
the definition of, in, of insanity is to keep doing the same thing, expect a different set of results, which means in 2023, we need to be different. We need to look at things differently and kind of how are we here to shine a light because every soul that's on the planet right now is meant to be here. Every soul on the planet, your role is just as important as everyone else's role. Means states may be the ones that's talking on this podcast, but we're all equal. We all have an equal role to play. And I would encourage all the listeners to really truly consider how are you going to shine your light? What does that look like? Well, Nims, can I jump in for a second? As, gonna... as always, Stacey, you're more than welcome to jump in. Well, because I'm just thinking, you know, a lot of times we don't even know where to start. You know, you're talking about a self-care routine, and I think that's really important, um, making time for those things. But I, I go back to the same thing. When you're lost and you're churning and you might be getting signs that there's more, but you're not sure. That to me is when you have a decision to make. You, you can keep doing things the same way with the same churning. You can go on a journey of self-discovery on your own. There are resources out there. Or when you really want to get your life in shape, you hire a personal trainer and you say, I'm getting serious about changing my life. And I, I want to say this because I definitely can feel that there are going to be listeners who are like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing over and over again, because that's all I know. I don't know how to do things differently. And friends, like that's why Nims and I have dedicated our lives to using our voices and helping people, because there are so many people who don't know how to get out of that rut. And I want to say to those people, I see you, I see you and I understand you because I operated from a space of guilt and shame for most of my life. And it took some massive shifts, some formal training and some personal training to get myself to a place now where I work with you NIMS and we pour into people the ways to change your life. So I, I, I feel like it's super important to say that because in this world, we're all about a quick fix. You know what I'm saying? And so people who are struggling like internally, like soul struggling, it's not a quick fix. You've got to acknowledge that you're not satisfied with where you are and you've got to be willing to go somewhere and do something different. Right. And I wish that there were more people who do what we do. My greatest desire is to train other people to do what we do so that we can impact more people. You know, Nims and I are only two people, but we're fiercely dedicated to sharing the tips, the tricks, the tools that we have in order to help other people to come out the other side of stuff like what I've been through. And maybe it wasn't your child struggling. Maybe it was your spouse struggling. Maybe it wasn't your spouse. Maybe it's you. Maybe it's your work environment. For everybody, it's something different. But the thing that has to change is you. Like if everything else around you stays the same, but you shift, energetically, you're going to start to shift stuff around you. And I didn't realize this lesson until I was ravaged, friends. I was ravaged. My son was finally moving out after the car crash. He was healing. He was still using drugs. 
he went off and then started building this life. And he's now 20 months clean and sober, just moved into his first apartment on the beach and his life has gone on. And there was a point at which I looked at the whole situation and I realized I was so busy trying to control the outcome of what happened with him that I had lost sight of the one thing that I actually had control of, which was me. And so I'm saying all of this because I do think sometimes we, we simplify it, Nims. I feel like we we're like, you know, do these things and everything will be better, but that's not it. you got to go on a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery. And if you choose to do it alone, I believe it's possible to come out the other side, but I believe when there are other people who have already been through the process, like why reinvent the wheel? you know, reach out and get support in aligning yourself so that you can live the life that you want. And Nims, I'm probably sounding a little bit preachy right now, but it's so hard sometimes to, um, to know what I know coming out the other side and not get passionately involved in wanting other people to have the same kind of freedom. I don't, I don't think you're sounding preachy at all. And it's interesting, you know, you kind of jumped in. Um, sometimes you have this habit of reading my mind because I was, I was going to come on to, um, you know, kind of the support that we can provide, but uh, I'm sure you, you articulated it much better than I would have. And and that's the thing I'll always say. Um, I'm a big believer that everything we need is inside us, all the love, all the joy, all the answers, and so many of us look look outside to be fixed, you know, oh my God, if I can find a partner, I'll be complete. Or if I start working with this person, I'll be happy. If I get this job, then I'll be complete, all this sort of stuff. But actually, really everything we need is inside us. And the work that me and Stace do is really to guide you to your answers, to accelerate your growth so you can understand why you're here, you can understand your programming and shine the light that you're meant to shine. I love the work that we do. It's just lifts my soul every time. Just kind of just getting the feedback from the podcast and just the clients we're working with. And the other thing we do is is also we read Akashic Records. And Akashic Records are, are, are a history of everything your soul has been through. And just tapping into records has changed my life. I won't be here. I won't be having this conversation. I was guided to start this podcast because of a message I received through the records. And that's something else that we can do to help you just to try and understand maybe some of your past lives, some of your your connection to your guides. We love what we do. We love to help people. And, um, you know, even I talked about self-care routine. If you listen to early episodes that me and Stacey have recorded, we have, we talk about creating a self-care routine. So, you know, there's other things that you can do to accelerate your growth, but, The thing I would challenge everyone is to really look in the mirror and ask, who are you? How do you want to challenge yourself? What are you going to be moving forward? How are you going to shine your light? We're all here to serve in some kind of way. And if you need support, and I, I really feel anyone that works with us is a soul contract, it's a soul level decision. If we inspire you in that kind of way, reach out. If you feel inspired to work with another mentor, then do that. Like I said, what a mentor does no way fixes you because none of us need fixing. What a mentor does is guide you to your answers, accelerates your journey, 
helps you understand who you are. And from that awareness of who you are, you can make a decision about who you want to be. So I'm excited about 2023 and what's coming. I would I would encourage, like I said earlier, I would encourage our listeners to look at 2022, journal about it. What are your biggest lessons? What are your biggest growth areas? What are you most grateful for from 2022? And then from there, who do you want to be in 2023? It's great to have a whole new set of New Year's resolutions and all that type of stuff. I would encourage you to truly consider about how you're going to shine your light and what are you going to do for you? What is your self-care routine? Like I said, I love this space. I feel so, so blessed. Say so, I always ask you for some general prompts, some messages for our for our listeners. I've just said a couple. But um, what do you want to, what are you what are your suggestions to our listeners in terms of general prompts, questions that they can ask themselves? Um, so I like yours. Um, what were the lessons in 2022? I would say start there. Um, and then another question that I would ask is what what could you do diff- could what could you have done differently? So um, I think it's just super reflective on like how you've changed now and like looking back, like what would you have done differently? Um, And then I think your next question of what do you want from 2023, I think is super important because we can manifest like more of what we want. So I would say getting really specific in what you want in 2023 And I would take it so far as to say with the, what do you want from 2023? If you're a visual person, try doing a vision board of what you want for 2023. If you're more of a journaling type, write down a list of what you want from 2023. And then um, the final thing I would say is how are you going to take action? Because it really is up to you, like what your life is going to look like and how things are going to play out is based off of you and your response, you know, how you're going to show up. And so I feel like asking the question of yourself, how you're going to take action to make these things happen is super important. So Nims, I would love it if we just put this out there, like we always do, Um, friends, we love getting emails and messages from you. And I would love to hear some of your responses to these questions. Maybe there's parts of it that you want to share with us. Um, and then maybe at some point we can even bring it up in a future episode and say, Hey, like, these are some of the things we heard from people because your feedback means everything to us. This has been a great way for us to connect with our audience. And we've gotten messages from people globally who, are experiencing this podcast and having some aha moments. And I feel like this episode out of any, as we go into the new year, we could get some really powerful responses. I love that. I love that. And as this is our final episode for the year, I just want to take this opportunity just to thank our listeners. Really feel so blessed with, with all the feedback and all the people listening and just, yeah, this is, this is, our way of just giving back. Um, I mean, Stacey have already kind of laid out the topics we want coming in the coming months and we just jump on and share whatever comes through for us. 
and knowing that we're having an impact truly, truly does lift our souls. So I just want to end in our final episode just by saying thank you. We love the feedback, as Stacey's already said, and everything is a co-creation. So everyone, everyone that's provided feedback, everyone that's just that's listening and taking action, thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. And as they said, we love receiving feedback. So whether that's email, whether that's um, sending us a DM uh, on the show notes, I'll always, I'll always provide um, our social media contacts, etc. So DM us, send us an email, give us feedback. We love receiving the feedback. And Stacey, I'm going to ask you to close us out. What's What do you want to leave our, our listeners with as you think about this being the final episode of the year? I want to leave our listeners with hope that as long as you have air in your lungs, you're still here and you still have the opportunity to completely transform your life if you choose to. So the greatest thing that I can offer to the listener is the encouragement that it's one day at a time. And if you're willing to change how you show up in the world, it has a massive ripple effect. I encourage you to take the journey. Thanks for being here with us, friends. Wow, I love that. Love that. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Sending love and light out to all our listeners. Wishing you an amazing remainder of the festive period if you're still in that period. And if you're listening early 2023, wishing you an amazing, amazing, blessed 2023 filled with love, laughter, and joy. Love and light to everybody. Speak to you all very soon. Bye for now.